Hello, and welcome to the Medical Humanities Podcast, the official podcast of BMJ's Medical Humanities Journal. We invite you to listen in and join the conversation from global perspectives on health, medicine, and accessibility to interviews with social justice activists, filmmakers, artists, and academics from around the world. Stay up to date with public discussions that matter to medicine and humanities because life happens at the intersections. Hello and welcome to this uh, podcast edition of the Medical Humanities online blogs podcast series. Uh, This is Khalid Ali, the film and media correspondent at uh, Medical Humanities. And uh, it's a great pleasure and honor to have uh, here today two eminent uh, Swedish filmmakers, uh, Christina Lindström and Christian Petri. Uh, Christina is a director, writer and producer and... uh, Christian is a writer, director, producer, and a book author as well. Um, It's great to have you here today um, following the recent um, critical acclaim of uh, your most documentary film together, The Most Beautiful Boy in the World. Um, I would like uh, you just to uh, straight uh, straight ahead uh, tell us about the attraction of uh, you uh, to tell the story of Bjorn Andersen and give us a bit of background about uh, him, about the film, uh, The Most Beautiful Boy in the World. Um, Christina and then Christian, please. The story, uh, I mean, everyone in, in, in our generation in, in Sweden has a, has an idea of this, uh, the most beautiful boy in the world. He was like in cut out, even cut out all in, in the magazines when we were teenagers. In a way, that was the story that we are, wanted to tell and are telling. But when we decided to to do this film, it was more like the most important things were, I guess, the story of his life. What was behind this? Um, who was this boy? Christian, uh, do you mind t- telling us a bit more, thanks, uh, Christina, about Bjorn Andersen, the 15-year-old uh, first-time uh, child actor who appeared in uh, Des in Venice, Lucino Vos- Visconti's film. Uh, t- tell us about a bit about the background and why Bjorn Andersen, uh, why did you and Christina want to tell his uh, story? Well, as Christina said, it's very much a part of our generation. So it's also a story about our life. It's been there all the time. And sometimes you're blind for what's just right in front of you. And uh, then uh, when I was in, well, like 20 years ago, I made a children's documentary. No, sorry, a children's TV series. I was working as a director. And uh, Bjorn was uh, in that show, and uh, he was the bad guy scaring all the children. And he was, uh, and we got to know each other, and we talked a lot. But uh, I soon realized uh, that the topic of death in Venice was not something he was particularly fond about talking. He didn't want to talk about that, so we, we skipped that. So. And but he was a very fun person to be around with, and he had lots of humor. And I, but uh, as uh, the years went by, I I kept in contact with him, and uh, I was going out for a dinner with him and Christina, uh, who who was uh, were together, and she joined (laughs) joined, and uh, then she started asking all those questions that you shouldn't ask, really. (laughs) Right. Somehow she did. 
Well, uh, the thing, the questions that do you thought that you should not ask. <laughs> um, it was the, the probing into the uh, the filmmaking, or uh, we come to know through your film about the trauma that uh, Bjorn uh, had uh, during and after making uh, this in Venice with Lucino Visconti. So, um, w- what was the motivation behind your probing questions, uh, Christina? As I, I think it was it was such a. Uh, when 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 he when we started to talk about why did why why did you live with your grandmother what happened to your mother who, who was your father and all this the the story about it was more a, a universal story about uh, a, a child a person that is has lost his um, has lost so much and he is he is in a way he's, he's lived in a mystery I think. Um, and that was very, very um, intriguing and, and, and interesting. Uh, and also that in the way that he, I mean, Visconti saw him, when he saw, Visconti saw Björn at the audition, I'm, I'm sure that he saw this vulnerability in this young boy. And that's a part of why he chose him. Was your intention then when you started asking those questions, Christina? Was it your intention to to uh, to make the documentary "The Most Beautiful Boy in the World" your film, or, or uh, was it curiosity that that led you to ask the questions? It's it's, it's curious. <laughs> uh, no, it's curiosity. I'm I'm a journalist, and I'm, I'm 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 constantly curious about things and want to know uh, how things is behind. The scenes, so to say, and I'm, 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 I am very interested in family stories because I have a family story like everyone else. That is, I think uh, both of us have stories. Uh, when we talk, when we think about it, we have both both Christian and me stories about with our mothers with the mental illness and so. So I no, think sure. in a, in this um, in the curiosities also uh, investigation of. Yeah, that's true. Family drama. No. Well, no, that's true that we, we actually, both Christina and me, have a, a lot in common with Bjorn. Uh, I mean, not like uh, identically or so, but we have a lot in common when it comes to our mothers. Yeah, so there was an, like a, a, a bonding or initial connection between the two of you and some of the details of Bjorn's story. I would like now to explore your views on the link between childhood trauma mental illness and creativity as portrayed in two of uh, of your films, specifically the, the recent one, The Most Beautiful Boy in the World, and, and Astrid Lindgren. Uh, my question is, to be a great creative artist, does one have to endure such serious uh, trauma? Oh, I don't think so. But I think a serious trauma, I mean, a trauma could be, uh, in, in, is, is not uh, for the other the others to decide because it small things can be traumas for mm. a person. I think uh, to be a creative person, you have to have uh, depth in your. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have to be a, a wound, but I think you have to have a, a, a lived experience. Depth. Yes, and the depth of it. Uh, Christian, uh, no, I think it's very interesting. I come to think about Ingmar Bergman and his. Uh, because he has uh, himself spoke about his childhood trauma. But when after uh, you, you realize that part of this trauma was actually not his own, but his brother's, uh, 
So he, he borrowed his, the trauma from his brother and made it his own because it suited him. As a, but he was a truly creative person. <laughs> and I think you can deal with um, your childhood experiences in very many different ways, so if you're a creative person. And, uh, Indeed. And it, sometimes, of course, it can destroy you, and it, it doesn't have to be creative at all. And, and we've seen that in, in Beyond Anderson's uh, post this in Venice uh, film, the the period of of uh, uh, of uh, you know going between Japan back to, to to Sweden, traveling around the world. But he throughout this period, he was um, he experienced significant uh, baggage, uh, psychological trauma and baggage, which continued. Uh, 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 for quite some time, I, I think uh, a lot of your films. I, I see, I see the, the uh, your filmography uh, almost as a documentation of uh, the Swedish cultural icons, uh, either in the creative uh, uh, industry or in the political uh, uh, world in, in Sweden. Um, but a lot of your uh, Chosen protagonists uh, in, or characters in your film, Esther Henning, the, the sculptor, Bjorn Andersen in The Most Beautiful Boy in the World, um, uh, Eve, um, uh, Per Johnson, uh, Palm, Olof Palme. So you focus on those public figures from the Swedish, uh, uh, you know, history, past history and more contemporary and recent history. But the characters you present, they've all undergone a period of trauma and through the film you introduce those characters to the audience in my mind there there is a therapeutic or a healing process in, in those in the storytelling uh, approach you've adapted is that an intentional decision on your behalf hmm. well if we are to speak about the, the, the world the most beautiful boy in the world uh, i think uh, that it's um, Definitely, the, f the 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 filmmaking, the, the the making of this film took five years to shoot, one year to to edit, and uh, of course things happened in that process, both with Jörn and with us, mm. and, and the sort and the of, interaction and the inter interaction with, uh, between us. So, um, and uh, yeah, in many different ways. Yes, yeah, so, so, so I'm intrigued by the fact that it was a five-year relationship with Beyond, uh, during which you, you made the film together. I, I'm interested in the in the relationship that you, that you built. Did you set out to be friends, counselors, psychotherapists, psychoanalysts, biographers, or or neutral storytellers? I want you to uh, just give us a bit more. Um, narrative about how you built that relationship and what how did you set out to shape that relationship with beyond i think uh, we can answer both of us but but i think it is it has uh, changed over time it has been uh, and um, and things happen and you in in, in some in some aspects you always have to be a professional you you uh, you have to to keep uh, your head calm or cool, but um, but in 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 certain periods, of course, you you get very uh, engaged, uh, and um, so I think it's uh, it it's going like a wave. 
I think it's different at different moments. Sometimes we are friends. Sometimes I'm the film director and uh, he's, uh, you know, and I'm shooting film about him. And and sometimes it's a, also it's a documentary film. So there are quite few people. So it's very intimate also. I mean, there's not very, very many people involved in this. So, and we also, we, we, uh, and uh, the way we wanted to make this film, we didn't w- want to make it the film with talking heads, Visconti experts, people talking about him. We wanted him to be involved. We wanted to tell that Bjorn would would want to make Bjorn's film to to have you know hear his voice, his uh, his story, mm. and that in, the the way of the, when we do this in that way in that fashion, it also means that we are with him. Yeah, we enter the rooms, we enter the scenes, we meet other people together with him. Were there boundaries that, that I, I read one of your interviews that you wanted to be the exact opposite of the relationship between Bjorn and Lucini Visconti? You, you set out to, 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 to engage with Bjorn, in, obviously, in a different uh, relationship, in a different context. But there, were there any boundaries that either you set or Bjorn has set uh, in terms of some private aspects of his life? Yes, of course. We we have constantly discussed from the start of this process uh, what we're doing. What what can we tell? What, what do you want to tell? Us? And it has been like it has been that we have known all the we have known the story in a way. I mean, the his uh, life story, even though it has been many surprises during in a way, but but. Um, but we also wanted to be that he is the one that decides when and if he wants to open different doors in his uh, his life story. But but also even if he 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 opens up the door and let us yeah. in, we have to be responsible anyway to have the sort of because we are doing the film and we are what what we show and what we don't show and. So it's uh, we have a huge responsibility, of mm. course, in this. And uh, Christina and me are very different from Lucino Visconti. We are not Italian kings mm. or queens, <laughs> uh, or have servants and palaces. So uh, entourage be- behind yeah. you. But, mm-hmm. but the, you, you managed to to to. to make a very powerful yet poignant and poetic film at the same time. And I'm just reflecting on your uh, note that uh, uh, Bjorn was letting you into his world, but actually you embraced those around him, the, the stories of those around him, his his girlfriend, uh, you know, those uh, artists, you know, in Japan, those who whose work uh, informed their, you know, creative uh, work, his daughter. So, so, so you embraced other, uh, you know, other uh, family members and other creative artists who, who were um, around him throughout his life. Yeah, yes. I mean, he, he was, for example, he was the one telling us um, one day, I want you to meet my daughter, a film about me. I think you have to meet my daughter. So that was his decision. And, and and of course, uh, going to Japan was, I mean, it was not Björn that, um, that um, found all these um, paths from his 
past. I mean, it, it was we with um, that was researching and finding all these people that made phot photographers and, and producers and composers and every, everyone that he actually met then. But he was, I mean, he he was with us in in that. Um, Process the, the energy came. Journey. The energy mm -hmm. came from him, so he, he really wanted to do this, and he wanted yeah. to meet these people. So yeah. uh, that was. But he, we, we organized it mm -hmm. for for exactly. him. So, so it was a collaborative process where, where, where he opened the doors for you, and and yeah. and, and and you took it, uh, uh, you took it further to to, to probe deeper uh, into uh, into into his life. Your film uh, is. Is there a cautionary note? Are, are there lessons or 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 or, or agendas or uh, messages that we could learn from in terms of the filmmaker or the creative artist and, uh, artist and the subject of their work, the relationship between those two for our times? We hear about exploitation, you know, uh, in the international scene of. Uh, Specifically, actors by the by the industry, or by you know specifically the producers or directors, or so. Is there a, a cautionary note for, for all of us to reflect on beyond uh, story? Definitely, and 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 definitely, and that's the found. That's the ground. I mean, for, for that's why we started in the first place. Uh, this. Um, this story that's why we were interested in the first place of the story and i think it's it's a very very strong and and powerful uh story that it's uh really uh, it, it's a cry again i, I feel that there is a, a cry against the predatory uh, uh you know approach of of of, um, of obviously some uh, filmmakers in the film industry machine that exploits uh, the, the the creative artists yeah absolutely and i mean this is not only the film industry i mean Indeed. the entertainment industry as a whole the music industry and modeling world especially maybe or is a very you know young girls especially there maybe boys as well probably uh, so it's um, everywhere where there are, are uh, children involved um, indeed, indeed. I mean, I mean, the 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 path that we follow is who was this boy, and to we want we want people the, the audience uh, to see the boy because it's a it's a child, it's a boy, and it's it's through the film, it's a boy it, that it's uh, it's this is all about. So care for these children. In, indeed, and I'd like now to. This is uh, your second collaboration together. You made a, uh, you co-directed the film uh, 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 together, The Silence, uh, about the silence records industry. So, how? Tell us a bit about the silence and the difference in your approach to uh, making the silence and making the most beautiful boy in the world. Um, yeah. Christina or Christian? Oh yeah, but it's it's actually we've done more than that. Oh, have you? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but uh, uh, I mean it's totally different because uh, this it's um silence is a is a it's a story about music. It's it's um it's more a feeling to be in music, to be a part of, to to, um, to enter an era of uh, of music and and. 
the ideas that flowed in 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 the time i mean around 60 in the 60s 70s so that was a totally different we 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 are not getting into some special persons in in inner life and that that film also starts it always starts with something and that film started with where we, we were sitting in a small film festival in uh, in Arvika, where Christina had showed her uh, Astrid, uh, Astrid film, and uh, yeah, and, and and we talked to some people. There was a sort of like a huge dinner afterwards, and uh, there were some people sitting there, and they said they they founded a sort of it was a legendary music studio, the Silence, and and they had this super eight material who nobody have ever seen. And, you know, they shot Super 8 through the whole period. And they wondered if we wanted to have a look at it. And we said, sure, show it to us, send it to us. And uh, we looked at this and said, this is amazing. I mean, this is, you know, this footage, it's so emotional and so beautiful. So that's how it started. We yeah. wanted to do something with that, with those images. Yes, and, 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 the, music, and, and the music, of course, because that that music is, uh, I mean, so important. It was uh, forming part part of my yes. life at least yeah. when I was no, young. Same here. It's yeah. a generation thing. Yeah. Also. <laughs> yes. So, so, yeah. So uh, in, in, the way I see it is that there is a difference. Yes, as you said, Christina, and, and it's it's. Uh, a more intimate uh, storytelling in in beyond, in beyond story the most beautiful boy in the world that you focused on the, uh, the 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 man himself the child and you know who later became the 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 artist while in the silence you you spoke about the the, the era and the time and the music uh, records label and its impact on the on the, the cultural identity including your good selves um both beautiful films that that I really opened my mind to to a lot of uh, uh, about the the the, the rich uh, uh, Swedish uh, culture. Um, you, you just mentioned that the the uh, the most beautiful boy in the world it took probably about six years of of your lives uh, to 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 release uh, to the uh, you know to the viewing audience. I, I hope that we don't won't wait for another five or six years yeah. before you we watch your next film so what's in the pipeline we we are we are, we are uh, really talking about this a lot now uh, these days so and there, there's nothing uh, fixed but uh, we we have a lot of ideas uh, we have a lot of ideas uh, of films that we want to do together then um, at, at, at the moment we have films that we are doing separate like I'm, I'm doing a documentary about Selma Lagerlöf. You know uh, the Swedish uh, author. She was the first woman to uh, gain the literary Nobel yeah. Prize, and and you are doing. Um, I'm working on a on a fiction film together with John Ivy the Lindqvist. You know the writer who wrote Let the Right One In. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. But, it's, yes. Horror, it's, horror. A, it's a original <laughs> script from him, so it's about. Uh, Old magicians. <laughs> it's it's a different genre altogether. And is it, uh, Christian? Is this your first feature or, or no? Or I, I've, no, done, no. My, I've done uh, several features before. My first feature was uh, like ooh, some, some more than thirty years ago, and I was in Cannes Film Festival at the director's fortnight. It was called Between Summers. That was my first feature. 
and 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 what brought you after uh, you've you and 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 Christina you've made uh, a whole uh, you know uh, a, a filmography of documentary films focusing on Swedish uh, icons. Um, what 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 uh, takes you back to, to fiction? No, I'm, 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 I I like to go between you know to to to, to move between fiction and documentary. There's so I mean I like to do films sometimes. I I like to do a more intimate film after doing a because fiction films can you know, can be just like a hundred people on the set. It's so you know it's so heavy to move. <laughs> it's Indeed. like having it to steer a sort of giant you know cruise ship um, sometimes i want to have something you know make something easier more intimate more and that's then it's and then it great was so to, easy. to work with no it wasn't <laughs> no but then it's great to work with it's it's a different challenge isn't it yeah, now, yeah. now our uh, podcast this is primarily uh, targeting uh uh, medical humanities, academics, scholars, medical students, health and, and social care professionals. I watched the film. I loved it. So um, you if you uh, if I may ask you to recommend uh, this film to, for our audience to watch it, how would you sell it to them? What would you tell them? Ooh, a I think <laughs> which I, would, I would say that it's a, it's a story about about um, beauty and about desire and about uh, the sacrifice of uh, uh, that that can cause, and about uh, and about uh, a boy, and uh, and that that boy is that's a boy in the film. That's the boy that is Bjorn, and that's a, and a boy that you will learn to know about during the film. So to, it's it's a, it's a it's a story about childhood, <laughs> childhood beauty, yes, lovely, and, Thank and, and, you. yeah, and you. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I read we 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 are so overwhelmed with the with the sort of the reception of um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I read lots of features and reviews, and but, but one particularly sort of was a quite moving, and it said it uh, this film will will this uh, will break your heart over and over again but you can't stop looking <laughs> oh i love that what what a beautiful uh, commentary on a beautiful uh, poignant film uh, thank you very much uh, christina and christian i i do uh, join uh, you know uh, my voice to to the uh, commentary you just said about why people should watch the film and watch the rest of your films as well uh, i've really enjoyed them thank you ever so much it's been a pleasure uh, to have you in our podcast for medical humanities uh, we look forward to watching uh, your new film and your uh, previous projects as well so thank you ever so much thank you so much thank you thank you it was a pleasure Thank you for listening to the Medical Humanities Podcast. Since 2020, transcripts are available for all shows on our blog. Stay in touch by reading the journal and blog online. Just follow the links in the episode description. We are also on Twitter as medhums underscore bmj.